Career Builder is made for people who have that thing. You know, those superpowers that make you good at your job. The skills you bring to work. And Career Builder knows those skills make you right for other jobs too. Higher paying jobs with benefits. Jobs you never thought of trying. Are you a people person? Work from home as a customer service rep. Are you organized and like driving? Become a delivery driver. You have the skills it takes, and CareerBuilder.com has the jobs to get you hired fast. Visit CareerBuilder.com. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation. Thrilled to be joined by Pat Ricard. And Pat, we'll start here. What's the most number of pancakes you've ever eaten in a sitting? I don't know, what, six, nine pancakes? Nice. Maybe. You know, nothing too crazy, right? right you know? I mean, but it's very solid it, performance. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> They're kind of like this quiet feeling like we're going to show people who forgot what the Ravens are about. Yeah, I think so. And I also just want to keep it that way. The world will find out soon enough. You know, the season's right around the corner, so we'll see that. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. Roster decisions have been made. They are continuing to be made as this uh, roster is massaged by Eric DaCosta. Um, But we have the pleasure of talking to fullback Pat Ricard, a guy who is pretty easy roster decision for the the Ravens this year. Um, So, well, before we get into our interview with Pat Ricard, I do want to remind listeners that September 11th for the Ravens season opener against the New York Jets, if you're not going up to New York, make sure that you're still at M&T Bank Stadium for our watch party. Our countdown to kickoff is going to be featuring Chris Jansen. I mean, come on. Pretty fun. So it's at Power Plant Live, Sunday, September 11th. Make sure you claim your free music my ears. You know me. Absolutely. Oh, Mr. Cheapo. Mr. Free. Mr. Free. <laughs> Make sure you get your free ticket to a Chris Jansen con- uh, concert and you watch the game right there at Power-, Power Plant Live to get the big win. You can watch the big win with all your friends at Power Plant Live. So make sure you get that. And now let's jump into our interview with Pat Ricard. Thrilled to be joined by Pat Ricard. And Pat, we'll start here. Uh, You know, man of many nicknames, right? But you have the pancake stack in your Twitter handle, right? So we're just leaning into full pancake Pat. And I know guys on the team, it's still Project Pat to a lot of teammates, right? Yes. But we're going to we're gonna run with Pancake Pat for the purposes okay. of this podcast, all right? So I want to start here because I was really thinking about this yesterday. If you're ranking... The pancakes, okay? Tell me how you you line this up. We have blueberry pancakes, banana pancakes, chocolate chip pancakes, and the OG plain pancakes. How are you ranking those four? Okay, that's uh, it's a tough question because okay. I, uh, I I mean the I hard love, hitter. Right I love all bat. pancakes, so right. Okay, um, I would probably have to put chocolate chip as probably number one. Wow. Just because it is unlike any other topping on pancakes because everything else is mostly like fruit or like a cream or something. Right. So this adds that real sweetness right. kick to it. Very rich. Yes. Do you I, do the whipped cream on top of that too? Um, Chocolate chips. If I, yeah. If I get like toppings like that, I, I, I may. Okay. So I think for number two, it has to be just plain pancakes because mm. you can really just 
dig in, not have to worry about anything overpowering, you know, the, <laughs> the grayness of a stack of pancakes. Um, okay, so it's between blueberry and, and banana. Yeah. I'm going to say but uh, blueberry is number three. Banana at the bottom? Yes. My rank, you totally flipped mine. Mine are, I would reverse all of that. <laughs> wow. Okay, give me your okay. reasoning. I think I think bananas last because sometimes when bananas are in pancakes and they get cooked, they may get like kind of burnt or they're harder to cook mm. and you get big chunks of bananas. Okay. I don't want big chunks of bananas while I'm eating my pancakes. <laughs> so blueberries are, you know, excellent. Yeah. I like you know? how they kind of pop in your mouth a little yes. bit. You get that... Pew- Yes, and they're small, right. so like you're not just getting, you know, big pieces of fruit, um, right? And honestly, I kind of like you know on top, in it and on top. I I think I like like my fruit on top of my pancakes versus in it. Really? Yeah. I'm the opposite. Man, we are yeah. so different <laughs> in our pancake desires. Enjoy your life. Yeah. And Ooh. he didn't even mention my favorite, oh, which wow. is pecan pancakes. Ooh, that's. Have you ever had this? I think I have. I like pecans, and I think it's it's pretty good because it, it's like that, you know, that nutty flavor that, right. you know, it's it's okay. it's See? good. I'm learning right. something. Yeah. I've never had them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Denny's has one or something like that. Yeah. Okay. You know that? They might. Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel has them. Okay. Last pancake, pancake question. Okay. What's the most number of pancakes you've ever eaten in a sitting? I don't know. So, like, for me, honestly, I'm, I don't eat big meals at once i eat like mm. i eat multiple meals throughout the day like every couple hours i'll eat something so okay. like, i don't eat a lot at once i don't know i probably could eat like a solid like six six it depends on the size pancakes right, right. can be really right. big and really small right so like let's just say because i remember like in college and stuff you know balling on a budget i'd go to denny's and they have you know five dollars for unlimited like sacks of pancakes grand slam or, right, yeah. right 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 and right. i think i used to get like Two or three servings of the stacks. I don't know what six nine pancakes. Nice, maybe. you know nothing too crazy, right? right? You know, I mean, but it's very solid it, performance. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Pat, you just uh, just finished your sixth training camp, and uh, you kind of on on Twitter, it was like you were surprised by this. Like the, it's just like wow, time's flying by. What? How was your your sixth training camp? And, and does it feel kind of crazy that you're you're a seasoned vet now, man? Yeah, I mean, training camp is just always a grind and you just, it just kind of like, it kind of grounds you because of, you know, the cut day and just Mm -hmm. knowing so many guys are, you know, are getting cut and you could always be one of those guys and to now finish my sixth camp, it just really makes you reflect and just realize how far you've come and, and uh, yeah, I'm just very grateful for it. And, you know, this training camp, I feel like has been very good for just how we, one about our training camp mm-hmm. um you know we had hot weather which was good for us and then it cooled down a little bit i i quite enjoyed not having the joint practices just because they are very very tough mm-hmm. even though you know uh i know coaches love them because it's you know competition and you get to go against other people and they get to check out those other guys too as well and stuff like that but right. i felt like it was a good camp um i'm excited to have these next couple of days off to get my body ready to get ready for week one i feel like when we saw what happened with Aaron Donald, you know, I, I'll take a pass on the joint practices. <laughs> yeah. You know, like joint practices, are usually, it's usually a brawl. I remember, <laughs> right. I remember in 2018, we had a little brawl with the Colts. Yes. And that was, uh, it was pretty nuts. So. Well, we didn't have a single fight this year. There wasn't one fight. Not even a mini fight. No. Yeah, not even a scrum, really. Like there was a little fight, literally like, I think on Monday. 
this this past week. Really? Like, okay. Like, like day thirty of camp, and <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, guys, we this we're fighting now. Like this is day thirty. Like you should have fought day one. Like we don't have time to fight. Like stop fighting. Yeah, you know, was just yeah. Now, there was talk before camp where people were wondering, okay, things are going to be different. Are the Ravens going to be as sharp coming out the box, doing things differently? And from a player's perspective, I just want to know, do you feel that'll have any impact or not doing things differently? That, hey, the Ravens usually week one are on the money. You think that's still going to be the case? Are you talking about just like what? Right, it was like, like execution just, as right. opposed to like the grueling as right. less physicality in practice. Less physicality. More yeah. execution focus. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think we're still, it's the Ravens. We're going to be a physical team. I still think we practice physically and we still have hard practices. I think it's just, we focus more on our recovery and mm-hmm. just kind of the, the day-to-day schedule of how, you know, when we lift, when we meet, when we practice, stuff like that. The practice itself is pretty similar of how we've done it. Okay. And I think, I think we're just better for it. We're, I think we're executing at a high level, but I think guys are just, you know, I think feeling better, feeling healthier. And, you know, I think we'll find out week one, but I, I any indicator of how our preseason games went, right. I mean, I think, I think it shows that we're, you know, on the right, right path. You're pretty good. Are, yeah. are you happy that you uh, don't have to wear the guardian cap anymore? <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> you know, at first I just thought it was just kind of odd. Like we have to wear these. They look yeah. kind of goofy. They don't really cover the helmet completely. Like it covers my ear holes and any ventilation on the top of my helmets. Oh. So, you know, maybe a little tweaking with them, NFL. Wink, so it was wink, like or, really hot. Like so I felt like it kind of didn't add any airflow through the helmet. Right. So it kind of was a little hotter. Okay. But I did honestly think that it did reduce like a little bit of impact when you right. hit head to head, especially me being the fullback. Like right. that happens almost every play. And it was interesting whenever we took the helmet, we took them off to actually play and you know, it feels a little lighter and I feel like you might feel the impact a little bit more. So I, I understand why they tried doing it, why they yeah. did it just to, cause the whole point was like repetitive hits to the head during, especially in training camp, like over time, the small little hits will start adding up. So right. if they can reduce that blow and I think it might've worked. So, you know, I wouldn't mind if we do it again, if they did maybe just tweak it, tweak the, the fit on the helmets. Right. I think, you know, they just look like bobbleheads. That's the only thing. <laughs> that was the word. The look was not good. It wasn't, it no. just wasn't cool. Let's just be exactly. You know, <laughs> we're trying to look cool out there. <laughs> um, you you kind of mentioned it that, you know, cut down day is emotional. And, and even though, you know, you're a, a seasoned vet, like you still kind of feel that being a former undrafted rookie who really had to fight to make this team. Can you take us back to that time, what your nerves were like and, and, you know, what you felt when you got the call that, that you had made it yeah um you know i just remember that by four o'clock on tuesday and it's funny because like we don't get calls saying hey like you made the team congratulations it's you don't hear anything (laughs) so as long as you don't hear anything by four o'clock you're on the roster right and for me like i I remember i'm pretty sure we had a workout so i was working out with the team and i was just constantly looking at the clock like in between sets thinking like like did i do enough to make it like am i valuable enough to this team to where i made a roster spot Mm -hmm. and i just remember making it and i just like and like for me i was very happy with myself at the same time it was just like all right now now it starts like i can't like be content like oh i made the team like this like I obviously celebrated with my, you know, friends and family and my wife and just so grateful for it. But I just knew that like 
at any point, I could still get cut. Tomorrow I can get cut the next day, next year, because I was still on drafted, still on guaranteed money, mm-hmm. playing a position where I don't know how much I'm going to play. Depends on how the team does and how they want to utilize me. So it was just like trying to do as much, much as I could. So I just, you know, every day just take it as a blessing and just, you know, grateful for it. Did you talk to any of the guys this year that are on the bubble and give them any advice, especially the, the rookies and undrafted guys? Yeah, I mean, I will for sure, but it's, it's, I feel like if they come up to me, I will. But other yeah. than that, like, I may say things here and there. I remember when Josh Ross just made it, I just congratulated him and just say, like, you know, I was rooting for you because I felt like he was the guy that this year that was undrafted guy that was going to make it. Right, right. Now, one guy who looked safe in the beginning, Isaiah Likely, <laughs> just from a player's perspective, when you see a, a new player come in and, you know, really take off like that from the beginning. How exciting is that to kind of add a new piece that maybe, you know, coming into the season people weren't expecting, you know, when he got drafted for him to be that impactful that quickly. Yeah. Um, Isaiah Likely, man. I mean, fourth round pick out of Coastal Carolina. And for him to be doing what he's doing right now, I think is surprising a lot of people. <laughs> and I think – having Mark Andrews really be a great role model for him and for him to keep growing and, and seeing how Mark plays. Cause Mark is, I feel like what makes Mark Andrews so good is his just is uncanny natural ability to get open. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Isaiah has that same kind of ability and he's just learning more and more of like how to break, how to run routes to get open and how Mark kind of does it. And to have them both in the field at the same time, it's going to be very exciting. And I, I can't, I cannot wait. It's only going to make our offense more explosive. And, um, and I'm just very proud of him. You know, he's, you know, for me personally, Massachusetts boy. And so is an Isaiah. Right. So right, it's like, right, you know, it's right. like, I'm even more proud. <laughs> just like, you know, to have someone else here, you know, uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm just, I just can't wait to see, you know, his career and what, how he looks this year. Is there a degree where the vets like see him doing this day after day and you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like it just, I don't know. It just kind of, I guess, surprises you. But for, so for me, whenever I see a guy do well, yeah, I don't want to say anything to them to mess up their mental to where they start like maybe overthinking or right. thinking like, this and that, if anything, I will almost like say like, good job, keep it up, keep doing what you're doing, or maybe even like unhype what they're doing a little bit, right? just so they don't get a big head and they think that like, they don't need to keep working hard. They don't need to keep doing the things, the little things, the things that they have to do mm-hmm. to be playing at that level. But, uh, but yeah. You mentioned Mark, and to me, like just you watch him every day in the way that he works in practice. It seems like that's just contagious. I mean, like every practice rep for Mark seems like it's the freaking Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, just the way he works in practice is that something that rubs off on on everybody else around him? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it has to, right? I mean, if you're seeing a guy that's just that great of a player giving that much effort in practice when I mean, he could just go through the motions and just be like, nah, I'm good. I'll just perform on game day. Like, I don't need to practice that hard. I don't even have to practice. And he comes out and he wants to get the reps. He wants to get everything. And anytime he drops one ball or or runs a route where he could have run better, it's a bad, it's not a bad day. It's just mm-hmm. he's mad about 
the day and he just mm-hmm. he's very competitive and i always that's when mandrews comes out is when <laughs> is when he doesn't talk to anybody he's just so locked in and i think you know halfway through the year last year we started seeing that he was just completely just turned up and just was on another one and, and it starts with practice and it's definitely contagious with other guys it has to be i get the sense talking to guys over the last few weeks that you know season's right around the corner now and that last year was so disappointing the way it turned out unusual for the Ravens had made the playoffs three years in a row and did not the people might be sleeping on you guys like from the outside you read these predictions you know it's kind of like the Ravens are under the radar now even with even having Lamar do you guys sense that and are is there kind of like this quiet feeling like we're going to show people who forgot what the Ravens are about yeah I think so and I also just want to keep it that way (laughs) you know like I think people they just it's always like, you know, in the NFL, it's like uh, people remember the last thing you've done. You know, it's like mm-hmm. every day you got to prove yourself. So, like, for us, they just remember that we just lost a bunch of games at the end of the year and we just didn't make the playoffs. Right. People forget we were eight and three, first in the AFC, mm-hmm. and we were dealing with so many injuries, you know, just so much stuff during the year that I felt like if we were, everyone was healthy and, we, you know, we're playing with everybody. We would have, wouldn't have had so many close games, so many battles. And, you know, the last six games when we didn't have Lamar, we were like in every game, we lost right. by a point or two. Almost, almost beat the Packers. Them. They yeah, were like Packers, one of the best team in the NFC. Almost beat the Rams. Right, one exactly. For, one for two against the Packers. Yeah, right. it's just, so I just know where we're at right now. And, you know, every, I feel like every team in the NFL got better. And I think that's why teams aren't focusing on, on us as much because like, Every team's gotten better, so they're all mm-hmm. there's so much hype around these other teams that they're kind of forgetting that like holy crap, like the Ravens do have so and so that are coming back from injury, or we had a great draft, or who we just picked up, and um, I think I think the you know the world will find out soon enough. You know, the season's right around the corner, so <laughs> we'll see then. Speaking of guys coming back from injury, J.K. is obviously a, a huge component of this offense. Uh, you know, what have what have you seen from J.K.? I know he was. He was itching to come back. He probably was telling everybody, everybody in the locker room he was yeah. ready to come or on, back. Or on Twitter. Or on Twitter. Right? Yeah. He was spicy. Yeah. I know. Um, yeah, I mean, he's one of those guys, I feel like he's very similar to Mark Andrews, just that competitiveness. Like, yeah. he, he thinks that, like, he, no matter what, is the guy that, like, will, you know, want. he wants the ball. He wants to, to be the guy that will do whatever he can to help his team win. And he feels that, that, like, Personally, he wants to be on the back of the field no matter what. And he's trying so hard and proud of him of how hard he's been working. He's been practicing. You know, he's looking better every 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 day. He's looking better the way he's moving and running around. And, you know, it's interesting to see if, you know, when he will be ready to go. It's obviously up to him and, and right. the coaches and the staff. And whenever I'll be ready to block for him. And well, we um, know if it's up to him when JK's gonna be ready Yeah, to yeah, go. yeah. He'll be back <laughs> today if he wants, but ultimately up to him. Right, right, right. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform with one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to NetSuite.com slash stereo right now. NetSuite.com slash stereo. NetSuite.com slash stereo. And, and how much do you look at the running game as, you know, that's what the Ravens do. That's what this offense is. That's what Greg Roman, you know, builds this offense around. And you obviously being the battering ram, the front of that, you know, the front of that sword, the edge of it. You know, how important do you guys look at it as, you know, we ran the ball pretty well last year, right? Like, what were we? Third in the league, I think, in yeah. yards per game, I want to say, with like yeah. running backs that weren't with the team when the year began. Yeah. Imagine right now we all of a sudden had a completely brand new running back room. Exactly. What happened. Right. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, th- what, three days before, before the season started? Yes. It was crazy. And so now getting those guys back and with the additions, you know, Mike and, and all these guys, yep. um, you know, Kenyon Drake now, just how strong do you feel like this running game can be? Yeah, um, you know, a running game is always interesting um, just because preseason games, it's a hard indicator to really know where it's at just because you don't have your starting offensive line. You don't have all your starting running backs. You know, receiver, like the passing game, it it can be a little more telling, I guess, just because of understanding of how these young guys are running these routes and the quarterbacks are throwing. You know, Snoop Mm -hmm. is a very well a starting quarterback in this league. And, you know, him and Anthony Brown had a great preseason. So I think running game, it's, you're not going to know until you start playing actual regular season games, but I think the I think our offensive line has has improved. You know, I think we've we have you know guys who've played and love to run the ball. You know, right. Kevin Zeiler is back at right guard, right tackle. Morgan Moses, who's a great addition that we didn't have last year. You know, Tyler Linderbaum, Pat McCary, or Tristan Colonna center, or even Ben Powers. Like any of those guys right. can play center. Um, you know, last year we didn't we didn't have Tyler, so it's gonna be interesting to see how he does. Left guard, you know, Ben Powers, Ben Cleveland, um, any of those guys are gonna be great. Left tackle, right. you know, it's that's also another thing right. we, we have to see. Jawan James and Ronnie can be ready to go. Right. Um and then also running backs, I think that's a big improvement from last year. I think yeah. we have guys who have been with us the whole offseason. They know the <laughs> offense, you know, um, tight end room. I mean, we got five, t- five tight ends right now, <laughs> right. you know, and I think Charlie went on IR or whatever it is. But that just shows that we're still committed to the run game, that we're still, 
you know, trying to be as competitive as we can to run the ball. I know we're really trying to improve our passing game, and I think we've been seeing it with this whole offseason. And even, you know, the way our coaches are coaching us and the different plays and the schemes we have, I think it's a big improvement from where we've been. And definitely excited to see all phases of our offense come together week one and, you know, week after week getting better at it. How how fun is it to be a fullback in a Greg Roman scheme, you know, because of all that he does and all that's asked of you, right? Yeah. Like sometimes you're an offensive tackle, an yep. extra tackle, you know, you do everything. Yeah. How, how fun is that for you? It's a lot of fun. I think he uses me very well. He can use me in so many different ways. It's either, you know, lining up in the slot and then having to block or me motioning from the numbers and then just absolutely crushing a defensive end on a kick out block, <laughs> you know, running full speed. Um, That's the best. Yeah. You, you know, get that assignment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, you know, putting me in line as a tight end or as a wing. And there's just so many ways he uses me. And I think I'm almost like that, uh, that kind of the sauce to the whole thing to where he can kind of put me in different spots to get it, maybe an advantage because, you know, I'm a, I'm 300 pounds and I move well to where I, I'm able to block, you know, guys in space that mm-hmm. maybe guys couldn't at my size mm-hmm. um so i think it's a mismatch for a lot of different areas to where it's it's a lot of fun to where he, kind of he's kind of a mad genius of how he uses me in the offense of different ways and it's always interesting week to week of what he asks me to do and see if i can do it and yeah you know i think it kind of keeps it interesting as, as i play is there a chance we may see even more tricks in the bag with you, family. Are, are they sleeping on you? As I know, you've caught a couple of passes <laughs> yeah. in playoff games. A career year yeah, last yeah, year, right. in yardage, a goal, what, sixty-three uh, yeah. yards receiving. Maybe some goal line runs. Maybe, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> whatever he asked me to do, I always try to do it. And I mean, for me, I know my role is blocking. Let's be real, you know. So like anything extra is 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 great. But we have so many great guys that are that we want the ball in their hands, you know? So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what he, uh, what he, what he asked of me this year. Do you, I, ever, do you ever miss playing defense? All the time. I do. Really? Still? Yeah. It's just so much fun. Like <laughs> playing defense is, is especially D line. Like you have to understand, like you're attacking and you're being so disruptive and you get to, Run, you get to, you know, block, you know, stuff the run, or you get to pass rush, you get to tackle amazing athletes, like the best well known athletes in the world are quarterbacks, and you get to tackle them. And I feel like it's just a lot, a lot of pride. And then obviously playing in a defense and being in, and being in that room with those guys, I definitely miss it. But I mean, I'm good at what I do with the offense and being a fullback, and I enjoy that as well as as well so made a living and gone to three purples so it's worked out i'll keep that going <laughs> is there any part of you you think like later in your career you're like you know what i'm gonna pack on some more pounds again and we're just gonna see what i got back at d tackle i don't think so i think that train's <laughs> gone you know i think yeah. i tried it and you know i mean it was revolutionary like you were like the i mean nobody had really been a two, two-way player like you in a long time uh, yeah appreciate it uh so a flex i always tell people it's like one of my kind of cool stats i got is t- in 2019 i am the only player in the last decade plus that has 100 snaps on offense and defense yeah in a regular season right it's so, awesome yeah it's, it's pretty cool something to hang your hat on for sure right all right so i have a few quick hitters here before we let you go um Dug up this from the archives. Your favorite food is actually not pancakes. It's Chinese food. Correct. 
Nice. And yes. so, so I was kind of thinking, you know, like pow, pow chicken, right? We yeah. go pow, pow, pat. <laughs> <laughs> and is, is it the same dish? Yeah, same dish. Okay. Same dish. A little kick to it, okay. right? Like a yeah. kick out block. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, oh, okay. this is all, hey, I'm winging like it, it now. But, you know, I mean, Any why Chinese not? Chinese restaurants more? listening. <laughs> exactly. There Contact my agent. <laughs> <laughs> and I also read that you, uh, you know, you would think a guy like you, you're not afraid of anything, right? But heights, apparently. Yeah, I have a big fear of heights. I don't know what it is. My whole life, like, <laughs> if I get on like a, I think it's like third third story, like third floor. Second floor, I'm okay because it's only like ten feet. I'm not gonna die, you know. It's right. fine. I'm, I'm not that scared. But like, <laughs> when I get to like three stories plus, like 15, 20 feet in the air, my body starts freaking out. Ooh, like, okay, let's example. Okay, say we're at a water park, and you know how like the water slides, you have to go up the staircases right, a couple right. couple stories up. Right. I, my body starts like shaking. I start like. I can't move. I can't like, I don't know what it is. It's like a feeling of like, I'm going to fall off at any, any point. I don't right. know what it is. I just like, can't get over it. Interesting. But like flying in an airplane, I'm completely fine. Right. I have hmm. no fear of that. I think it's because I'm enclosed. I'm not worried. Right. So like, if I'm at a mall, third floor mall. I do not go into the railing. railing. Right. I can't. I, feel, <laughs> I like, I cannot do it. Like I was at my friend's, uh, I was on vacation in Hawaii and I had a friend who lives there and he lives on like, the 15th floor he has a balcony and i could not sit on the balcony without feeling like super anxious and just like wow yeah it's just, i don't know i don't know what it is it's bad but <laughs> it's okay you know you just gotta work through it <laughs> see i feel like if the railing is there i'm cool but like people who like to go to the edge of like cliffs no. you know like when they're hiking no nah, i'm out on that no i'm saying 20 feet away sitting down <laughs> <laughs> and, and lastly uh i read that you have a pretty strict pre-game kind of superstition routine thing that can you describe that to listeners what exactly is it oh i, I, don't, I don't know i don't know um i mean all i, I just do the same thing like okay. i don't know i uh you know, pre-game the locker rooms like you're asking yeah just maybe like, um maybe this is false information this maybe might be, yeah no not, info not, here. Not, not me i mean guys are they have the routines and for me it's kind of the same thing like i'll always get taped by the same person or i'll get stretched by the same trainer or like i kind of go through the same like routine of like first thing i do is get there boom do this do that do that right, so right, it's right. like i never i don't try to switch it up too much but i'm not too bad some guys are like super like tucker <laughs> that's so funny because i was literally <laughs> gonna say justin tucker it's like the first day of school. You go near his locker. He has his whole uniform, his pads, his cleats, his socks, all like laid out on the ground in front of his locker as if it's like he's laying there all dressed up. It's like I used to do that first day of school. I used to have my, my yeah, whole yeah. clothes with my shirt down, my pants, <laughs> socks, shoes, accessories. So when I wake up, I can just like put it on. Right. And that's what he does every game day. And it's I find it hilarious every single time. Nobody's messing with that though, right? Oh no, you don't touch it. And that's one of the dudes like <laughs> I don't talk to on game day. I never say anything to him because I don't want to get in his head. I don't right. you know, just right. let him do his thing, don't say anything. So I, you know, he's one of those guys. Just okay, if you want to put your clothes on the ground and, and get dressed like that, then do it. <laughs> and, and last thing for me is uh, one of my favorite off the field moments of training camp was when I saw you playing rock paper scissors with some of the kids that were at practice. Mm -hmm. Did w did that become kind of a thing? And and uh, you got smoked by that kid. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> it was yeah. I mean, is rock paper scissors not really in your wheelhouse? Like yeah, no. That was like a one. That was like a one time thing. He okay, asked me one to do it, and that was cool. Yeah, I mean, 
Yeah. It's not like I'm going around like, hey, you want to play rock, paper, scissors in there? You know? It's just like he asked me and he's like, hey, rock, paper, scissors for a towel. I'm like, sure. Because usually I just give it away. But right. if he wants to play for it, he's going to win the towel anyway. <laughs> and I'm super bad at rock, paper, scissors. Like whenever my wife and I are like debating on doing something, she's always like rock, paper, scissors for it. And I'm like, I'm going to lose like nine out of 10 times. I don't know what it is. I'm just terrible. I don't know if it's some towel I'm giving away or I always shoot like the first scissors every time or something. But so I knew that kid was going to win anyways. That's funny. Well, for listeners at home, if you want to get uh, some Patrick Ricard swag, go to thepatrickricard.com. Got t-shirts, got all kinds of fun stuff. I, I, I went there this morning. You have like first game packs, like you give away stuff from your first NFL game. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like a Web3 site now. So it's all like NFTs and like uh, physical, physical merch and physical like memorabilia of myself yeah. and stuff like that. That's cool. Yeah, let's get, you know, more more for the fans and stuff like that. So. Yeah. So anyway, check that out. And uh, thank you, Pat. Really enjoyed uh, our conversation. Of course. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Well, great stuff from Pat. Just a, a fun dude, man. I, I He's an easy guy. Another easy guy to root for. Um, we want to remind fans that the sports landscape is ever-changing and this week is no different. DraftKings, the leader in daily fantasy sports, still has daily fantasy contests running for those looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Each player has a salary associated with drafting them. Assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap, and then sit back and watch your points pile up. Now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app now and sign up using code FLOCK. New users will get a free entry with their first deposit. That's code FLOCK only at DraftKings.com. So, Cliff, uh, what were your takeaways from Pat? Well, he's a unique and interesting player and person. And um, I just love what he brings to the Ravens. He's kind of part of their identity to me. You know, they run the football. They're physical. He embodies all of that. And um, he has some really interesting insight, I think, about his teammates. Uh, I think he has a real appreciation for his career being an undrafted guy who has now been a three-time Pro Bowler. That allows him to be proud. And one of the few – uh, guys who's been able to play two ways in the NFL. And I thought it was interesting. He still misses playing defense, uh, even though he's become such a great offensive That player. was interesting. Right. So he's a unique guy. Um, the Ravens, so glad he came back. You know, he was a free agent, wasn't sure at one point whether he was going to come back here. And he's going to help them win football games this year, as yeah. always. My main takeaway is he's, he's really got his pancakes just all out of whack. <laughs> Ryan, that's He's, still bothering you. <laughs> oh, my God. Chocolate chip first. It's a free country, Ryan. It's it's a choice. It is a choice. It's an opinion, but that opinion can be judged. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks to Pat. You're awesome, man. Uh, and, and moving on, you know, there were been, since we last taped, uh, you know, there have been more roster decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ravens put, as we expected, Charlie Kohler and David Ajabo on IR. That freed up two spots in which they filled those spots, spots with bringing back Brent Urban in a handshake kind of, we cut you, but we're going to bring you back kind of deal. Saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kenyon Drake, the running back who was released by the Las Vegas Raiders coming in. Uh, and the other move is the release of Tyree Phillips. Um, so, just what's your kind of breakdown on on those moves? I really like the Kenyon Drake pickup. Uh, it's great to see J.K. back on the field looking better all the time. But certainly this takes some of the pressure off of J.K. to have to be, you know, what we know he can be right off the bat with, with a proven back who can also catch passes. I mean, yeah. Drake, to me, uh, is going to help them right away. I like that. I was a little surprised about Tyree. Uh, he's a talented, to me, offensive player. He's had trouble staying healthy. 
but keeping 11 offensive linemen, we didn't think that was going to last. Right. So, you know, that, that certainly, you know, was something that I guess you could see one person going. He just wasn't the person I expected. So, well, yeah, I mean, I always thought that the Ravens uh, were likely to try to trade one of those three guards. Uh, according to reports, they did, mm-hmm. but just it didn't materialize, which I'm a little surprised by. I, I thought that they would be able to, considering the experience, uh, you know, that Tyree has experience playing guard and tackle, that holds weight in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben Powers has experience. Like, I'm just surprised. And ben Cleveland has all three have experience and and you know these are middle round picks mid round picks so i i thought that the ravens would be able to make a trade there but obviously you know if the reports are true that they tried they they couldn't um so it's not surprised that they ultimately had to pair one down mm-hmm. you know i thought that carrying all three of those was a lot of offensive linemen more depth than you really needed at that spot i guess i'm not you know Tyree Phillips, part of his value was that he could also play tackle, and the Ravens have more depth at offensive tackle this year. So, you know, really, I think this is a a decision that could be based purely on guard, Mm -hmm. right? And unfortunately for Tyree, you know, he won the the battle out of training camp last year, but then he got injured week one. You know, injuries have really kind of slowed him down early in his career, and you hope, you know, A— a, I hope that the guy can, that he can come back on the Ravens practice squad and that they retain Tyree Phillips mm-hmm. because I'd like to see him further developed. Um, but you know, injuries have hampered him early in his career, having to bounce around and, and fill some of those voids at tackle when really guard is his best position. That has also made it challenging early in his career. Um, and so, you know, with Ben Powers, I think the Ravens feel comfortable and good about you can plug him in there and you know what you're going to get. You know, this isn't a guy that's had injury history. He's on the field. He he is a starting caliber guard, right? right. Um, and with Ben Cleveland, I think there's still a lot of upside with him too. I mean, just looking at him, right. big dude, right? Like if he can put it together and continue his ascension and, and progression, then he could be a really good, he could be the starting left guard at, he could be week one or at some other point this season, right? So, you know, he has a lot of upside. Um, so, that's kind of how I sussed that whole thing out. At, at running back, it was interesting because John Harbaugh said that really wasn't related to J.K. Dobbins' health. Mm-hmm. you know. And so it was more just, look, we run the ball a lot, so we want to have as many good running backs as we can. Kenyon Drake has obviously proven it to this point in the NFL a lot more than Tyler Beatty, who a lot of us had on the roster. And that's not, nothing on Tyler, but he's a, he's a six-round rookie, right? Like You have an option to swap him for for Kenyon Drake and still retain Beatty on your practice squad, that's just a wise move, mm-hmm. right? And the Raiders are paying uh, the majority, I think, of his salary. So, like, financially, it makes a whole lot of sense. He's a good player. Um, and you just you want to have as many good players as you can. And the Ravens found out last year when they had to kind of go out on the street to find replacement running backs that that's not the position you want to be in. No, and overall, offensively, <laughs> It's just, a, to me, a much better feeling at this time last year where there were so many injuries. Right. I mean, the offensive line we talked a lot about, but Morgan Moses, Tyler Linderbaum, having two players like that come in, the offensive line to me, you know, is is so much stronger with more depth than last year. And yep. then bringing in a player like Drake, you know, and then have seeing J.K. back on the field. I mean, there's just a lot of reason to be optimistic about what the Ravens can do. You look out there and you see Marcus Peters back out playing and, it's just a much different feeling than heading into week one last season when there were so many injuries, which created so many questions. Uh, yep. 
I think training camp was a success. It was interesting, Pat Ricard talking about not missing the joint practices. Um, I think that was a good decision not to have them. Uh, the trip, yeah. the bonding trip to Phoenix, they still got to be together and spend time together without the physical pounding. So yep. I think the Ravens are ready to rock week one. I mean, every team feels good about their chances this time of year, but the Ravens have a lot of tangible reasons, I think, to be excited about what they can do. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, great stuff. I want to remind listeners out there that we could really use a rating and a review. If you haven't left one before, this is a good time to do that. Make sure you're subscribed. Do that five-star rating, the review, get your mom to leave. I got my mom, my, everybody in my family left nice. reviews. Oh, I mean, come on. You got to. Got to. <laughs> so make sure you do that for us. And I also want to remind uh, our female listeners out there that a Purple Evening has been announced. Night for that, Monday, October 17th. You can buy your tickets now. Always a fun event. It's, it's, it is really a good time at MT Bank Stadium. Uh, my wife goes every year, always with a friend, always comes back. She has a blast. So make sure you get your tickets to that. Uh, and now we're in regular season mode, Cliff. It's kind of crazy. It went by quickly, but I love it. I know, I know. So next week, here we go. Uh, we'll be ready to go, and we'll be back with you with another great guest. So make sure you keep it locked right here. You deserve to treat yourself. So turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Your getaway with Apple Vacations begins the moment you step on board one of our exclusive nonstop vacation flights. Escape the ordinary with packages starting at just $599. No layovers, just pure relaxation from takeoff to touchdown. Immerse yourself in the joy of travel with Apple Vacations. Your journey is as enchanting as the destination. So pack your bags and leave the rest to us. Visit AppleVacations.com or call your local travel advisor to book your vacation.